here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 104.9 FM in Port Shepston. So we've been uh, doing a series uh, discussions with Grow Great. Grow Great are people who uh, are led by Dr. Gopano Matlamabaso, who's been talking to us for the past couple of weeks, and we've been discussing all things uh, breastfeeding and stunting and so on, and how important it is for us to manage stunting in this country. And it's such a difficult one to detect because children who are stunted don't necessarily look like there's anything wrong with them. So it's all in their proper assessment, medical proper assessment, of those children to know that we've got a massive problem in this country. Uh, they are said to, to, to have discovered that we, we are sitting with a ticking time bomb. And there are things that we can do to try and help the situation. And uh, we've been talking about that throughout the couple of weeks. What is it that we can do? The interventions that are in place, strategies that are in place to try and deal with stunting. Uh, one of which uh, we spoke about this last week. We spoke about um, some money that can be given as a grant of, of sorts to families, particularly at pregnancy phases. Uh, women who are pregnant who are not getting sufficient nutrition. That's one of the interventions. We've talked a lot about uh, community um, uh, host, community medical um, community uh, assistance, people who go out into the community, into people's homes, where they can actually, the healthcare givers, where they go in and try and assist people who don't necessarily have the means or the energy to go and step to into a hospital or a clinic. So it's been a lot of things that we've discussed. One of the things that we're going to be discussing today, we touched on this a little bit uh, when we started this conversation in this series, is exclusively breastfeeding. So people do breastfeed. We know that. But people also stop breastfeeding for, for all kinds of reasons, because they've got to go back to work, because it's not convenient, and so on. We are discussing this week exclusive breastfeeding and how important that is. My guest this afternoon is Duduzile Mkize, who is a communication specialist at Grow Great, and she joins me now on the line. Good afternoon, Duduzile, and thanks so much for joining us. Good afternoon, Thank you for inviting me. We, we've discussed this a little bit with uh, Dr. Matwa that um, breastfeeding is, is vital when we're talking about t- managing stunting in this country. But exclusive breastfeeding is very difficult, even for those who know the importance of breastfeeding. What can we do to encourage longer exclusive breastfeeding by mothers? The challenge with breast, uh, exclusive breastfeeding, as you say, it is a challenge. Um, because most of us, we don't even know that we were exclusively breastfed or not. And we always assume, but we are fine. Mm-hmm. So we don't have test studies where we can look and say, this child was exclusively breastfed. Look at them, they are fine. So we always assume that we will be fine. But we don't know. Are we the best that we could have been? So since we don't have anything to compare to, people always assume that I, I was raised, I wasn't breastfed, but I am fine. But with um, exclusive breastfeeding, you know there's lots of research that shows that children that are exclusively breastfed are much smarter. They are likely, unlikely to have conditions like diabetes and obesity are later in life. But it is a challenge to breastfeed. We know it. Even people with resources, they struggle to breastfeed. Mm. It is a logistical nightmare to be constantly having to be close proximity to a baby so that you can breastfeed. But you have the resources to express the breast milk so that you 
uh, somebody can continue to give your child the breast milk. We know that most moms return to work almost within a month or within, uh, almost after six weeks, they have to return to work to start working. So they are not close to their babies to breastfeed. So those, those are the challenges that we have when we have to encourage our community and our mothers to proceed. And most of these, the problem with most of these challenges are that there are system challenges. So even if as a parent you have all the intention in the world to exclusively bear breastfeed, if you've got to go back to work, you can't take your child along and so on. It's, it's just impossible. So it's a, it's a societal problem that needs to be addressed, isn't it? Yes, it is a systematic problem. We have, it. We have got our groups of flourished moms they all commit to breastfeed um, when they are pregnant. And a few months later, you meet them. They're like, I really, really tried. But I had to send my daughter to my mom because I wasn't coping. Um, I was getting home so late. I was exhausted. I couldn't cope with breastfeeding. So it kills the systematic issues. And we know that um, the Department of Labor allows a mom to stay at home with a child for six weeks after the baby is born. But we also know that most moms have to return to work because the maternity leave is not paid. So that those are systematic issues. There's nothing a mom at home who wants to breastfeed can do about those. But we know that the employers and the government can enforce um, the, the, the code, um, the breastfeeding code, that allows for employees to be able to breastfeed during working hours, to have breastfeeding rooms so that they can express breast milk, to take their maternity leave fully. Companies can... Give paid maternity leave because maternity leave on its own doesn't allow for money. If you are dependent on your salary, you cannot continue to stay at home without a salary. So we know that if those companies that can afford to pay uh, maternity leave, they can do that so that the mom can stay longer at home. But so, we can also advocate that the breastfeeding code, that most even the HR people don't even know it exists, can be enforced so that companies know how they're supposed to support mothers to breastfeed. What's the ideal? I mean, if, if you had it your way as Grow Great, for what a length of time would we exclusively breastfeed? So according to the uh, Department of Health Guidelines, a baby must breastfeed exclusively for six months. Sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Sure. I mean, that's not easy. Yeah, that's we know not that, easy. But uh, we know that also the maternity leave that is enforceable is four months. So there is a description there. And we know that there are countries like Finland that allow parents to stay at home. Your maternity leave is six months, but we are not there yet. So just a six months paid maternity leave will take us a long way into getting to that six months um, exclusive breastfeeding. We've discussed the challenges, you know, that the system has and how how society doesn't work uh, alongside us. But uh, there are other challenges, and those challenges are either traditional uh, belief systems uh, where we don't know how to manage ourselves. So in case the mother, for instance, gets sick, right, gets the flu, um, transferal of, of the flu to the baby through breast milk is something that we worry about. To what extent have we taken the time to educate mothers about when you can stop or you could probably continue to express, just not give it to the baby so that you don't stop producing the milk? I think in most cases, the moms know breast milk is the best. They most know and want to breast milk, but they always feel like they are not supported. They are not supported to breastfeed. Um, like culturally, our mothers-in-laws, our own mothers, our siblings, do not believe in the exclusive breastfeeding. 
You leave to go to work and you come from work and you find your child is smelling of sour porridge. You are not consulted. Your child is normally introduced to solid food by grandmothers Mm -hmm. and husbands who do not want to be staying with a breastfeeding mom. That is a taboo. They cannot eat your food because they cannot eat like some potties breastfeeding. Mm. So it's all those things that make it almost impossible for, 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 for mothers to breastfeed. So there is lots of cultural barriers to breastfeeding. But our research shows that moms know that they should be breastfeeding. They want to. They just don't feel supported to breastfeed. Thanks. It's always a pleasure speaking to you. Can you just give us that website again where people can get some of this information that we've just been discussing? Tutu? Yes, please. Um, people can visit our website, which is grogred.co.za, or our social media pages, both Twitter and Facebook, at grogredza. Always lovely chatting to you guys. Tutu Zilem Kiza, Communications Specialist at Grow Great, and that will be available as a podcast.